Yes, 90 customers. So if we're talking about dollars, would be like $15,000. Per month? Yes. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster, minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hey folks, my guest today is Albert uh, Hayfoss. He's the administration graduate, shines a problem solving and creativity applied to business and product development. That's where he's focused. He's today co-founder and CEO at Voozer, audio marketing leading solution in Brazil, selected by Google for startups as one of the most promising startups in 2019. He's ad- advocates for harmony between startup life and his family life. Albert, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, let's go. What's family life like these days? You got kiddos running around or what? Yeah, I have a kid now and a dog. Very cool. Two very important things. Very cool. All right. What's Boozer working on? Is this a pure play SaaS company or what? So we offer the software, an audio platform, a complete audio platform. And we also offer customer success service because our clients, they need guidance in audio marketing since it's a new strategy. And also we offer the service for professional narrations. So it's not pure SaaS. Okay. But just to give us a sense of how much SaaS last month, if you look at total revenue, how, like what percent of SaaS would you say? I would say around 40 to 50%. Okay. So about half and half. And what is the SaaS product? If someone listening right now wants to try it, what would they be buying? Just the SaaS side. Okay. So we're built for company blogs. We're built for improve for improving content marketing strategies. So the idea is to add an, a professional narration of an article right along with the article. So it's an embeddable player. Yeah, the, the structure makes a lot of sense. Now, are you you're doing auto transcription? Is there an SDK? Are you using Google Speech SDK or is there, how are you doing it? We have a team of professional narrators. And they are specialized in content marketing. So it doesn't sound as an advertisement or something like that. And since the content that we are dealing with, it's teaching people um, all sorts of things. We believe that a human narration is much better because it has the confidence that you need to achieve better results and all sorts of features that a human voice has than an artificial, artificial narration doesn't have yet. And so just on the SaaS side, what's a customer paying you on average to use this technology? 
So in Brazil, it would be less than $100. And in the US and international marketing, the international market is $200 for the software. But fair to say sort of between 100 and 200 on average then. Yes. And we have some features built for content marketing. So we have a lead gen feature on the player. We have integrations with RD Station, HubSpot, Zapier, Spotify, and other softwares. And of course, we have a bunch of solid metrics that you don't have when you're working only with text. And how many of these narrators are full-time on the team today? In Brazil, we have only one. And all the others, they are part-time. So it's something that they use to complement their income. And we have uh, a big team. They're all applying our narration methodology. And they can work whenever they would feel like working. So it pretty much works similar to the Uber marketplace. How many total people are on your team that are full-time employees, not, not narrators? Okay, so right now we are in five. Five of you guys. And how many co-founders? Just, just you? No, it's me and my partner, Mateus. You guys just split it 50-50 or what? Actually, we use that online kind of survey to define the equity. I guess it's founders.cv, something like that. Understand uh, what? I think it's founders.cv. I'm not sure. I, I have to look it up. So you answer like 20 questions and then they give you a suggestion uh, on the equity regarding uh, what every founder brings to the table and things like that. Between my partner and I, it would be like two to one. I got it. So you own like 60% and he owns like 30%, something like that. Yes. Got it. Okay, very cool. Have you guys raised capital or no? We raised right on the beginning from family and investors like angels. And since then, we didn't raise anymore. We are, what, is the, what is the beginning? What year was that? It was late 2016. Oh, wow. Okay. So you've been around a while. How much did you raise? At the time, we raised around $50,000. What did it feel like to raise that first $50,000? Were you guys excited or nervous or what? We were really excited. Actually, before deciding to start Vuzer, one day I was working with Mateus at a company and I told him, what if I told you that I have $50,000 to start a business? And then he immediately had a big smile on his face. And I said, okay, I don't have that money, but look how happy you are. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's just chase that. And That's a heck of a sales pitch. Yes. It worked well. Wow. Okay. Got it. So that was your one. And and how many customers do you have today? We have around 90. Okay. So how did you get your first customers back in 2016? Do you remember? The first year, like 2017, the entire year, we were like developing the tool and trying to figure out who would be our customer, who would value out you the most. And then... We found, we tried a bunch of things. So portals, all kinds of blogs, personal blogs. And by the end of 2016, we figured out that the content marketing market would be a good fit for us. I guess the first paying customers, we got them at late 2017. And who, can you remember the first customer? What was their name? I remember it's Agenda. It's a okay, and what do they do? 
CRM? It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a CRM. Got it. And so they were using you for what? They were using for their blog. So they had a huge blog at a time. Now it's even bigger. And their buyer persona, it's a field salesperson. So they are always on the run, on the car and things like that. And they noticed that audio would be a good fit for them. So they could learn more with the blog, but not having to read the blog simply by listening to it. Smart. And how are you acquiring customers today? In Brazil, it's kind of an inbound strategy. Actually, our player sells itself, so to speak. So the more customers we have, more people will notice the player on the blog's website and they're going to Google that. Well, let's, that so let's quantify that though, Albert. That just doesn't magically happen. So people use your thing. It says powered by Boozer. How many clicks do you get per month from the powered by Boozer link? Oh, we have less, uh, a few hundreds. It's okay. not that, that much, but it's like, it's really targeted for the, that person that is really interested in getting to know more. And we have some key customers that used to be like key partners. Now they are paying for the solution. And we have an intersection between our buyer personas. So at first, we offered our services for free because we knew about that intersection. At some point, 40% of our customers came from a single partner. Wow. And so how many new customers are you adding per month? Like how many last month? Okay. So now we are about three to four per month. Three to four per month. Okay. Um, and, and any plans to raise additional capital or you're going to stay with just the 50K? For now, we don't have plans. Okay. And so what is revenue today? 90 customers, you said? Yes, 90 customers. So if we're talking about dollars, would be like $15,000. Per month? Yes. Okay. And where were that's, you exactly? That's in MRR. That's yep. in MRR. Actually... 30% of our customers, they pay up front for an entire year. That's great. Where were you exactly one year ago in MRR? Oh, let me see. I have this number fast. We were pretty much at the same level. What happened is that uh, when COVID, like when we started with that, we have our, we lost a bunch of customers, around 20% MRR due to the COVID crisis. If someone came to you today and offered you a quarter million dollars of cash all up front to buy the business, would you sell? A quarter million dollars depends on the context, but maybe. It really depends because we really believe in audio taking over content marketing strategies. I'm not so concerned if I'm going to be the CEO for life and things like that. We are interested in developing a great product and delivering it to as, as many companies as we, as we can. Do you want to give your email out? A lot of buyers listen to this. That way they can reach you if they're interested. Okay. So it would be albert at vuzer.com. Vuzer with three O's. Okay, you guys have it. Albert at vuzer.com. Okay. 90 customers today. Now, are you profitable? Oh, yes. It's been a long time since we're profitable. Like last month, we did 15,000 top line. How much was profit? Oh, that's a tough one. Currently, we are actually burning cash because last year we saved uh, we, we saved some cash due to the crisis. We hold we held everything that we could, 
And this year we decided to invest this cash. So for the past few months and until the end of the year, actually we are going to be burning cash. Okay, okay, fair enough. How much cash do you have in the bank currently? Currently in the bank, let's say in dollars, around 50K. Okay, so you have some runway. What are your total expenses each month with these new investments? Okay, so we're around $17,000. And everyone's listening going, how does Nathan get founders to just share all these numbers live? Why, why do you feel comfortable sharing? I love it, by the way. Transparency is great. But what makes you excited and comfortable to share those? Okay, so two things. I found Banner Bear. It's a startup. I found it a few months ago. And I got more into this kind of open metrics. They have a, the, the, their metrics are open. And then I found out a bunch of other companies that do that, that as well. And the other thing is because I watched the, your interview with Diego Gomez from Rock Content. Yep. And that also made me feel, okay, so if he's doing that with so much confidence, why wouldn't I do that? And we are in similar markets. We actually know each other so it felt that's like good a, felt like it's, like a, inspiration. it's a big family it's we're a big family the bootstrap SaaS family you know all right yeah. very cool what about churn do you measure churn at all or no yes yes we measure right now it's uh, around four percent per month yes per month and the thing is about churn is we never had a churn related to the quality of the service neither the quality of our customer success service. The majority of our churn comes to through restructuring of our customers. So if they are restructuring the team, if they are restructuring their SEO strategy, the blog strategy, we know that these kind of strategies from like a couple of years, they have a restructuring because of course, Google changes the game all the time. So our customers need to do the same. Albert, great story. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book? Exponential Organizations. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Diego Gomez. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Boozer? So I would go with Hunter.io has an extension that lets you see if the person opened the email. And it's a pretty important information for me and it helps me a lot. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Between six to eight. That's pretty good. In which situation? Well, actually, you said one kid. Are you married? Yes. Married, one kid, and a dog. And how old are you? I'm 32. 32. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? I wish I knew myself better as much as I know now. As there you have it, Boozer started in 2016, got their first customer in 2017. About a year ago, they were doing $13,000 a month in revenue, now doing $15,000 a month in revenue for their tool, which helps blogs add annotations, audio narrative to their blog, easier consumption. They got a team of 590 customers right now, 50,000 cash in the bank. They're burning, call it $2,000 per month as they reinvest in growth to try and keep uh, pushing again forward to more customers. $50,000 raised back in 2016. Albert, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you for the invitation and thanks for the talk. It's been a pleasure. Hi, guys. Cut and studio.